0: Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to this episode of our Fireside Chat. Today I have the true gladiator sitting in front of me. A gentleman I, who's inspirational, I find in- extremely inspiring. Uh, I listened to it on the radio. My wife immediately contacted him on Instagram and he had, a, he had a courtesy and a kindness and a heart to contact us back and um, with his generosity of his time attend uh, our chat today. So thank you so much. Thank you. I would like to introduce you to Sujit Kushi Vergas. Did I pronounce yes, it right? Thank you. Thank you. And I tried to do thank it without so looking much. at my notes. Okay? okay. But I think you caught me looking a little bit. So a
1: little bit. Welcome,
0: Sujit. Thank you Welcome. so
1: much for having me. And like you said, yes, she did contact me. And it was like, it came as a surprise. And she was like, uh, my husband uh, does uh, Darish does uh, this amazing motivational uh, podcast and inspiring stories. And I was like, I got to be a part of that. So it's an honor here it's I I am. to have you here.
0: Thank you. Now, um, I'm going to go straight to the point. Uh, the, the viewers are looking at you now, and all my guests are sitting, right? Well, you're actually sitting on a wheelchair. Yes. Okay. You're a very young, inspirational man. You're age 28. And um, just tell us a little bit about um, the awards that you've been winning recently. And I know you've done some TEDx talks, uh, you've become an inspirational leader. And then we can go back a little bit if you don't mind. We're talking about your upbringing we talk about your accidents because you weren't born like this right yeah so do you mind sharing with us
1: so uh, talking about the awards uh, my biggest and the best one the most one of the most proudest moment for me in my life was winning in 2017 uh, the award for the most inspirational personality and it was by masala award so that's like the IFA version of UAE GCC so you got like all these Bollywood stars who come up for the award and I ended up winning the masala award 2017. And there's a very interesting story to that, which I think we should come later to, no, but just uh, keep share that in mind. Yeah? No, no, share with us now. And right now? Yeah. Okay. So I'll bring you back to the subject. There was a lot of things in my life. This story goes way back. A lot of things in my life I wouldn't do because I was so judgment i was so judgmental and so you know conscious on what would people think about me you know would i look smart doing that or would i look stupid doing that so i would never probably do some things you know out of fear out of fear of judge judgment you know people would probably judge me so thinking you were arrogant i think a lot of yeah a lot of people i think we face that in our own lives you know like we don't put out a lot of things or we don't put out true feelings based on thinking what others would think about us which we don't really have to care so but one thing what I did was when in 2017 I, was in a, I, was in, I had a surgery in 2017 and um, I was in the hospital like for a good two and a half weeks during my surgery period and uh, so a good friend of mine Chris Fade he comes and he was messaging me on like 16th April and he's like yo buddy what's happening I'm like man this place is dead boring I'm not even able to work out my birthday was the next day 2017. So he comes. He comes. Uh, he comes in the hospital with two pair of dumbbells, like two 10 kilo pair of dumbbells. surprising me and I had like no clue. And he comes, and he we just get to chatting. And I show him a rap that I've written because I've always been listening to hip hop. You know, like love hip hop. And I used to like to write raps, but I never put it out there. Always with think with the mindset thinking,
0: would you know, my would rap be, be good enough yeah. for
1: people to even yeah. listen? I mean, like look at the guys in the field. I'm probably not that good. But it was a very short one. It was a very simple one. It was based on a story that just happened a couple of months back. And I just shared that with him. And the next day, 18th April, we go live on the air. He just called, called me my from the radio. Your birthday? Oh, April, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm 17. Oh, man, you're in Look Aries also,
0: right? <laughs> leaders. Yeah,
1: man. Aries, yeah. yeah. So, um, he con- contacts me from the, from the studio. And without telling me, he plays my rap on the radio. And it was, it was, I wrote that rap because I wanted to leave people on a positive note on what was happening to me during that time. Do you remember it? Yeah, I remember the rap you, by heart. you do it now? You want me to? Okay. Yeah, I love you So too. there's this, the story is like, I just came back from Bangalore after a short trip solo. I did a solo trip in a wheelchair and I just came back and that's when I came to know I had the surgery. Right? So this is how it goes. Yo, I wanted a vacation, I didn't know which nation. I went to Bangalore and that was a celebration. I'm back in Dubai, got a wound in my thigh, doing my CFA, and that is side by side. Now I'm at this institution, gotta handle my situation to end this chapter without a complication. But there's a thought in my mind I like to notify. After all this while I've come to realize that you can't suffice to live this life with a mind this size, that's unwise. You gotta disguise, optimize, improvise. You gotta visualize of how you wanna rise. You gotta do this more than once. So just Twice. I wrapped this guys because we are like wise we all gotta rise and live life king size wow so I did wow. that obviously he
0: was recording you when he did that right in the hospital no, I
1: did that on my phone did and he sent it, put it, to it him out and, oh wow and and I have actually I have no idea how he has the clip and he played that on the radio and amazing this, by the way amazing thank you and uh, that's exactly how it happened so I just literally telling her what happened in my own way and uh, he played it on the radio and the Miss world of a very long time ago of India she heard it. her name is Selena Jetley. she heard it about it and she started she tweeted about it on Twitter and my phone is like ringing from my sisters and my friends like dude Selena Jetley just t- tweeted about you like what's up? she just heard you rap and like just heard such a rapping on Chris is she show. single huh Is she single? Uh, sadly no, no <laughs> it <again. Right>. next <laughs> just. And, so that year a lot of people heard it so it came on the radio so i would never put it out there unless he put it without even telling me right but that landed me that year she was a jury of masala awards and she nominated me for the awards wow. and i won that award so you see how the trend goes just out of fear which i wouldn't have done something when that was put out there that was accepted people connected people liked it people could relate and that led me to get something which i would have never probably imagined of that's amazing so that really inspired me you never know?
0: planned Th- never there was
1: ne- but yeah. you know that, that was something that was really an eye uh, I've, met, I've met
0: Chris Fade a few times what a great guy what an amazing it's amazing guy. energy it's like amazing. he walks
1: in the room you know a, a Positive, ball of energy just, love. Amazing. just came
0: yeah. actually maybe I can interview but if, if Virgin allow it I'm not
1: sure I think they should Yeah, I think it should. Yeah, maybe you can have a chat with him. I have his number, but I've never
0: called him. So maybe maybe we will. Um, So so Masala Awards was one. TEDx,
1: I have done a couple of TEDx talks, about three of them till date. And I was just nominated for the Fitness Influence of the Year by Fit Awards. So yes, these are some of my notable achievements.
0: Amazing. And none of it you've gone out looking. People contact you. They've heard about you. They get inspired by you. They know your story. Incredible. Yeah. Your story
1: yep
0: still a very young man you got most of your life ahead of you um you were very capable able walked everything was healthy and then you had a crash yeah please tell us if you don't mind share so
1: um is that okay going back yeah yeah let's it's okay uh in I spent three years in Bangalore. That was from 2010 to 2013. You were born in UAE. I was born in UAE. I did most of my schooling here, except for three years of my education, which like my 10th, 11th and 12th, my schooling was done in Kerala, India, where I'm basically from. And, uh, I've been,
0: by the way, it's gorgeous. Kerala? I, I fell in Amazing. love with it. Yes. Amazing. I, went, Amazing. I went to my sales director's wedding last year.
1: Okay. Loved it. No other place like it. Loved it, yeah. It's a very different... I fell in love with India. Uh, that's good to hear, mm. man. That's mm. good to hear. So, uh, yeah, and um, three years I spent in, in Bangalore doing my bachelor's in commerce and uh, first it was great. Second year I got into biking. I mean, I got my, I got my bike because I was always crazy about getting bikes and I got my bike and we used to go for these bike rides very often. So every travel was in a bike, never drove a car by then. It was always biking. And Circuit or cross-country? Oh. No, we have these organized races. Okay. Like, otherwise, also, like, college, it's a bike. If going out everywhere, it's always bike. You know, okay. that's the mode of transportation for me. But the and
0: racing part was in a circuit. No, it was on the,
1: on the roads. Oh, on the roads. Yeah, it was on the roads. Okay. Uh, that's when I learned <laughs> racing is only meant for circuits, yeah. not the roads. And uh, and then, so, we, we also had this thing where every time late in the night, we used to go out, you know, with our friends for a chai and s- something of that sort, right? Did you wear helmets then? Or? So, this is a thing. No, we did not. Oh most of the guys wouldn't wear a helmet. You would have a helmet, but it would probably be in your hand. It was uncool. Yeah, it, it's some un, it's, I think uncool for some, but for me it was more of, it's just the comfort level of not having it. I mean, but it's safety definitely, but you know. And one such night we were getting out with our bikes and we were having a drive. And I remember the only memory, this is what is my very last memory of that night. It was on March 31st, 2013 at a friend's place a couple of us we took our bikes out for a ride and i had a pillion rider with me and there was another bike and, and uh two more and we went there's this place called Mariwala. it's like this under bridge i remember going under this bridge on a good speed like on my bike it was a pretty good speed and i was going zigzag good speed you mean fast i was going fast i was going fast yeah uh and uh, recklessly or maybe not really but I was told because I, I have I cannot really tell you exactly what because the memories of that night my memory was quite wiped out. But I do remember like my few like you know snaps of what I have of that night was getting under that tunnel and going kind of zigzag because it was just a joyride you know being very real. It was just a joyride going zigzag and that's it. But what I was told was while going zigzag my crash guard of the bike mm-hmm. that pops out of little of the bike hit the road. hit a stationary truck that was parked over there that's when my bike lost control i crashed into a, i banged into a footpath where my pillion, pillion light rider flew and i was still on the bike cuz i was holding the bike and my body went and crashed onto a wall of a shop cuz there were like all all shops after shops and one of the shop my body went and crashed and that wall broke and it fell on me so wow. I was under uh, like a lot of uh, waves of, and yeah. weights of uh, stones so you and had
0: a number of impacts on your body
1: I had and I'd have a helmet so the first impact how it happened was my head and my back hmm. now that's where I'm blank but what really went down the story that was told later on was uh, so after this impact she flew I was there was, uh, she, was she okay she wasn't okay so when these guys, when they heard the noise, they came back on the bike and they just saw this just happened. And I apparently looked pretty OK. Like I wasn't too bad other than I just hit a wall. But she looked really bad. Like, you know, the, her, her shirt was gone. Her it was bleeding and, you know, a lot, a lot of scratches and stuff on her body. So and she wasn't breathing. Now, technically, what are you supposed to do in a situation? What they would have done in Dubai is wait for an ambulance. Mm-hmm. But being India. And being at three o'clock in the morning, uh, they, they picked you guys up. They picked us up, big mistake, and they put us in an auto rickshaw. But I don't blame them because mm-hmm. they are not mm-hmm. trained Panicking, professionals. Yeah. You know, they're just panicky. Exactly, you know, they they don't know what to do, and they put us in an auto rickshaw. You know, what's an auto rickshaw?
0: The, the pickup, the, like the tuk tuk.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. With a with the, uh, with the open back. You can no, no open back. It's a no. very small thing. It's, right. Uh, right. What do you call it? It's just like, it's a, it's it's a, a tuk tuk, yeah. It's, it's just six, a driver, and then you can two people right. can oh, sit no. behind. Okay, because I'm I it's lived a, in it's Thailand. Open, Yeah, they have the
0: tuk tuks with the space in the back. But, but
1: like way smaller right, than that. Way right, smaller. Okay. And can you imagine we were crushed into it? You know? So she Unconscious. Unconscious, boom, completely, boom. completely, completely, both of us, because they were not waiting for an ambulance. <laughs> so we were brought to a hospital called St. John's Hospital. And in St. John's Hospital was the first hospital. Now because she wasn't breathing, and I was slightly breathing, they put her in the ICU. As soon as they put her in the ICU, the ICU was full. I, yeah, didn't, I did not have a place for me. And because I looked fine... So you wait. I was on the lobby lying. I'm completely unconscious. This is happening at 3 o'clock. 3.30 is when we are in the hospital. And they are pumping air into her lungs for her to start breathing because she was in the ICU. Then my cousin sister, my family is all in Dubai. My cousin sister, she heard about this. She comes to the hospital. Till 7 o'clock, I'm left untreated in that lobby. I'm just lying over there at 7:30 they finally get a call from fortis hospital bangalore which is like about which is quite close by saying that there is a pet- available. there is an ic available bring him in and they sent a ambulance they picked me up and they brought me to uh, fortis and they found me i'm breathing my last breath like like i'm barely gasping for breath this i have zero memory i was told all this so when they understood is like my, there was a puncture in my lung and then, they first fixed that puncture uh, because that was, approvals wasn't needed because it's like a life or death matter. So They fixed that puncture, and then my parents were contacted. The next day, my parents flew just to uh, come to know what happened to me, which was a huge list. And when did you gain consciousness? I was in coma for three days. I was oh. in coma for three days. And uh, when I gained conscious, the first thing I saw, I saw my family. I saw my mum and my dad. My brother-in-law, my sisters. Do you remember? I remember that. Yes, the first encounter, and uh, I saw them. And the first question that landed in my mind was, "What are you doing here?" That's what I asked them. "What are you doing? What are you guys doing here?" And they're like, and my mom comes to me. She's like, "Sujit, can you see me?" My dad asked me, "Can you see me?" I'm like, "Yeah." I just nodded. My mom asked me, "Do you recognize us?" I'm because like, because you
0: were worried about coma and maybe brain damage. Yeah, I just woke
1: up and- from a coma. Yeah. And my mom asked, "Can you see? uh, Do you recognize me?" I was like, "Yeah," and I passed out because I was on high dose of morphine. Don't you
0: love morphine? (laughs) I love morphine.
1: You do? I have no. I had the most scariest things in morphine. I love morphine because I just had. uh, I just had. uh, I had a 12-hour surgery. I had a 12-hour surgery. So without morphine, I think I'd probably would die of pain. You know oh, what I'm yeah.
0: saying? I, when I had a heart attack, I had morphine. You had morphine. And I was floating on the bed. It was amazing. You're lucky. You probably remember that. I don't remember I remember. That. I was I like, nurses, don't problem. let
1: this run out. Give me some more. I should ask some more then. Next yeah, time. definitely. Legally.
0: Legally. Legally, yeah. Uh, so what happened to the lady? What happened to
1: her? Uh, she was, uh, so when she uh, recovered, so she did have breathing issues initially. She was in the hospital. Only her one of her hand was messed up. Mm-hmm. And she had a surgery procedure done for it. The doctor kind of messed it up again. So she's going through rehab, but it's okay. But she's walking, running. She's still a friend. Uh, God's gra- she's uh, there was a lot of issues that happened in between, yeah. to be honest, blame, you know, how it would be. You know, there, there's a lot of blame game. There's yeah. a lot of from families because they're suddenly in shock, like because of this, this happened or because of you, this happened. Yeah. Can't blame anyone, my friend, but it's what it was. And uh, but she's okay. I'm just happy like for me till date. I, don't, I, I wouldn't care what happens to me. Obviously, the sadness for my family is there, but for because of me, something happens to someone else, that's something I really can't. Uh,
0: it's maybe guilt, a little bit of pain. A little but, bit, yeah. you
1: know, a little bit of uh, all is still there, I would say, yeah, to be honest, to be very real with you. Do
0: you connect with her still to see how Not she really. is? Not really. But or, I ask through
1: my friends uh-huh. how she's doing. I still do that. It'd be it really nice if she's is.
0: listening to this, knowing that you care for her and you think she about knows. her.
1: She knows because after many years uh, she connected with me because there was this whole phase where she was uh, kind of blaming, you know, in a way. But like, it's like nobody asked you to come sit with you on a bike. It was all really, everybody knows how, who drives out. It's a kid's play, you know. But then when stuff shit happens, you know, people are like, oh, okay, what just happened, you know. But it's okay. But I was, I, I. this is something that I've never lived, I've never been through. It's not like a repeat, you know, It's it's a once in a lifetime thing. So, I do understand. I do empathize with her. Like, why this happened to her? And I tell her, listen, I'm in a way bad situation than you. I'm freaking not walking, man. How bad could yeah, things get? It's not like you. But look at my mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, Like So cheer up, positive. You're walking. You're running. Your hand will be back in no time. You know, just just give it time. That's nice. all I tell. But but it's good. You know, sure. like she sees me, I but see thank her. thank God
0: she's alive. Right? Right? Thank God and she's she alive. Has- she has stories to yeah. learn from
1: this experience. Yeah, definitely so, would have grown in a different way. Uh,
0: talk about you. Um, so you had back, head injuries, punch punches. So this is lung. what
1: happens. Yeah, they call my my family from Dubai. My family flies in, all of them, and they come. And the doctor takes them to a room, and they show a chart of uh, living a skeleton, skeletons, and they start with the head. I suffered eighteen fractures on my skull. My eye was compressed down. So they said I would. I'll tell you a few things they said after the surgery. So, 18 fractures of my skull, my three ribs were broken, one pierced my lung. That's when the breathing was an issue. Now, the reason I'm sitting in a wheelchair is because of my spinal cord injury. My spinal cord was injured in my T5, T6 level. That's about here. Yeah. So, below this, I kind of lose sensation. I don't have sensation as it goes down. So this is all the sensation I have. Below that, it's completely paralysis. And I had multiple fractures all over my, my body. And... um So when I came in uh, the ICU, this is this is GSE level, it's called a GSE level. A GSE level means a person's vitals, which is supposed to be 15 out of 15. Like today, that is your 15 out of 15. Your your pupils would dilate if you know, we put eyes in your, if you put light in your eyes, your sensation is 100%, your response is perfect. Mine was at the time of accident counted as three out of 15. That means I barely had a pulse. And, you know, so for me, the level of surgery I had is something called a level 7 surgery. Level 8 is like the highest. That's like a heart transplant. Yes. So for me to survive itself was a no. big question. And the doctor said he's, he's in coma now after the surgery. He There's a 40% of chance he might survive. 60 he probably won't because his body will not be able to repair from what is the surgeries he just went through. Six hours for my skull and six hours for my spine. Man, but I survived, bro. God's plan had to had to looked, happen, and i look mean, no, yeah. damn good with it, right? You know, you and and it. honestly, I tell you something. So I was in the ICU for like two weeks. Like I said, the most scariest trip on morphine. I had the most. So morphine, what people don't know, I think about is you hallucinate a lot, and I just saw uh, hallucinating scary yeah. stuff. Oh, you had scary stuff. I had, I had wonderful stuff. stuff. I was like, if this is heaven, I want to go there. I I, I wish I had that trip, but yeah. mine was. I'm one day I wake up, and so you know your family or whoever gets to visit you like for five minutes or ten minutes yeah. in an ICU max. Yeah. Then you're out there, yeah. whoever you are. So that's all my family got every day, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, that's it. Sniffix. So one night I wake up and it's like three o'clock in the night. I still remember there's a clock, like a big clock right in front of my bed, and I'm seeing the entire ceiling is on fire.
0: Oh my god!
1: And and uh, there's these guys who are like dressed like terrorist or what? And they're shooting one. So in my mind, it's like, and you can't move. The, I can't you're move. You're in the bed. I can't yeah. move. So the th- another thing also to come back to it, I didn't understand why I couldn't move. You know, when you're on these morphine yeah. and you're still recovering and you're such yeah. from such a big shock, you don't really question like why can't I move? No, you're just so blank, and you know you're waiting for answers. You know, like so I didn't really give a lot of thought process into why I can't move my legs right now. I know I couldn't move my legs, but I'm like. I'm in a hospital. But I yeah, and get you out. certainly
0: didn't feel sorry for yourself. You were just a bit confused, right? Because no but, one's telling yeah. me
1: the truth. No one's telling me what happened. The whole story what I just told you, I learned it only after a month. Yeah. For a month, no one's telling me that I had a pillion rider. Nobody told me I had a. Did, I had you, a, did you want to know? I didn't know. You th- wish they had I, to. W- I wanted to know. I was yeah. so confused. I was so lost. Because they think you can't cope. They love you. So they they, protect they think you. and the, and and the worst part is you know you have a lot of people who come to you on a daily basis. Once I got shifted out of the ICU who's asking me, Sujit, what happened that night? And then I just realized, man, I have no answers as well. I really, generally don't know what happened that night. That's that. Crazy, crazy.
0: So you said uh, three years ago you had an operation. Have you had loads of operations since?
1: I have had about 17 operations till date.
0: And it's just ongoing? You're gonna keep having, what, what
1: are these operations? Technically, it's supposed to stop in two. The rest is because of one person. Okay, I think this is a story a lot of people actually don't know about. So the first surgery, like I told you, my head, my my back. That was two surgeries. Now I finished two weeks in the ICU, uh, one month in the ward. Like one, as soon as I got shifted to the ward and I was a little bit more conscious and I was off drugs, like off morphine and everything, I was I was recovering like this, you know? Because by default, I'm like I'm still fine. I'm gonna be, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not I've not that slit of where I would go into depression or positivity. I just took that other road you know what I'm saying so I was, I was pretty good and then I spent about three months in a rehabilitation center you know learning how to move that was built that must have been so painful. my right? strength back yeah that was very challenging because mm. I that's when I actually that was actually my wake up that was actually the part where my eyes opened and saw how bad my situation was yes because suddenly you're sitting in a chair and someone tells you to just do that and the minute you go there I would fall because I have no trunk balance you know, it was it was that bad. You know, twisting, turning, sleeping, getting into a car, getting into a shower. Everything became challenged. Because right now today for me I've built myself up where I'm strong. But there was a point. If I didn't hold on to something, I would you just fall, yeah. fall, man. And that was that was that was something. So when you touch your legs now, it's like somebody
0: else's legs you're touching, right?
1: Yeah, I mean I don't feel anything much. But I yeah. do feel some vibrations once in a while mm-hmm. that like some energy signals that That's pass through my legs. Right? That's, That's good. some involuntary sign. So the thing about it is it's not, a, it's not like my legs are dead. It's like the connection is there. Yeah, the nerves are. It's nerves are still yeah. active and it, wants, wow. it feels all that, but I'm not able to command it. But that can be bonded, right? It can't be. So spinal can. cord is one of the most... Mm. Uh, they say they are really can't repair it. They can't. That's, they can't repair yeah. it. That's why they have stem cells in progress right now. And there's a lot of experiments still going with stem cells and electromagnetic therapies. Uh, I knew this name of this place where they connect your electrodes... There's uh, the procedure is called something they they have it in bangkok and they have I want to look
0: into it for you because I was listening to Joe Rogan i don't know, if okay. know. Oh, he was talking yeah. about it so i want to look into it stem cells you know.
1: yes but stem cells is still experimenting because in india also they have many places where they take stem cells from your uh, from your bone the femur bone no yes. yeah there so you can take from many places so one of the Latest studies from UK, whereas the ones that they take from behind your nose, because those cells regenerate like Great. on like a daily or hourly basis, so that's like the most effective one. But yeah, it's it's got to have a lot of combinations. May I ask? We live in a country
0: whereby uh, we don't have like national health insurance. How? Who is covering all these costs of? Is it your insurance? Is it yourself?
1: It's family? it's insurance. It's insurance, only okay. But in India, it was all me because I didn't have insurance in India. Wow.
0: And has, has finances stopped you from having further uh, surgeries? Thankfully, no. Thank God.
1: Thankfully, okay. no. And like you asked me, why did I have the rest of the surgeries is because like after being in yes. a rehabilitation mm-hmm. center, when I got back to house in Kerala, so we just, we are like, we are looking everywhere for a cure, which doctor has it, because none of uh, in my family has ever faced with a drastic uh, or a tragedy, you know, like what had just happened to me, you know, I just went to a coma I just bounced back what's happening and all is happening b- within a blink of an eye you know none of us have been through this before and we don't even know anybody so we are like why not try Ayurveda now Ayurveda have you heard of Ayurveda I know, you I know, know. Ayurveda. Okay. Ayurveda very very well I, I used to own a health club and they were called
0: Yurveda which was after Yurveda. Ayurveda, Ayurveda. Well, Yeah. Okay. we just take the A off I see Yurveda yeah. Yeah.
1: and so we found this guy who was like this traditional Ayurvedic fellow and uh, he was like I can get this guy up and so he comes and he was like, he analyzes my body and he sees the injuries I have and so on and so forth. He's like, fine, it'll, it'll take about a few months, but it'll, it'll involve some expenses, but we'll get him up. We were like, don't even, guy. don't even worry about the expenses. Just, Just get him up. But now this is the part of this podcast that you're going to find so unrealistic and so bizarre. But I'm going to tell you what exactly he made me do. Okay. He said there are few th- rules that this guy has got to follow if he's going for my ayurvedic treatment, and and he's like this very, uh, what do you say? Very, uh, I don't know how to describe him. Very rough man, like is is a, uh, wearing a lungi and just a shirt. He's not traditional. You know, very, yeah, uh, very. It's like you know, it's it's, it's traditional wise guy sort of guy, you yeah, know. Yeah, but not doctor and, type. No, not at yeah. all. Not even close. And he was like. So few things we got to do. Number one, there's an the oil that has to be made with certain ingredients that's gonna cost you a bomb. Like get it done, because Ayurveda is basically with oils and herbs mm-hmm. and so and so forth, right? Second, he's gotta go on something called a patyam. Now for people who don't know what a patyam is, it's a diet, but a very strict diet, okay? Like it's not your high protein diet, which I wish it was. I would have been freaking Hulk by now if that was a high protein diet, but no, it is a very strict diet. You can only eat certain things and not eat a lot of things, which I'll tell you what I could eat and third thing the most bizarre thing is someone who saw me today is not allowed to see me tomorrow there has to be a gap because no it's if you saw me before my accident during my accident or till today tomorrow onwards you can't see me you should you're not allowed to see me because No, till I get back to, on my feet because uh, you know, they say bad eye, right? Uh-huh. Bad eye thing. Uh-huh. So, you should not... Eye the, the
0: negativity sends you back or yeah, something you like shouldn't, that. Uh,
1: yeah, you shouldn't hamper the... Uh, harness the, the... Mess the process up right. of your recovery. So, I said, fine. So, we had another room that was just cleared in my house. And there was this wooden table in which I would get up every day. And what I was allowed to eat. You know, dosa, right? Yes. Dosa Yeah. with sugar. Very weird. I don't even ask me why I did it. But I was... Dosa with sugar is what I ate, and rice twice a day, like for lunch and dinner, with ladyfinger gravy. That's all I was allowed to eat. I was not allowed to no have fruits, tea, no fruits, no, no fruits, no milk, nothing, nothing. No chicken, no fish. Once a week. That's what I had, and red meat I got after like uh, three months, one time.
0: And how long? Can you imagine what, how long if somebody this has? guy's a, time scale? How long did they say it'll take? Four takes? months.
1: Oh. No, four months. I went
0: through. I went. But computer. he said it'll take two, three months for you. To he told
1: me in. before four months. Before four months, easily. But by four months, why I stopped is if I didn't stop, I would have died. I would have died. There's so no simpler BS. way of it saying was that. It was complete. It was complete BS. What happened is, can you imagine if somebody's just having dosa and sugar for breakfast every yeah. day? Where's your nutrition, man? Yeah. Where it's nothing. It's sugar, it's fat, and it's, it's those that's giving you nothing. And rice and ladyfinger gravy. And twice I guess he a day. blamed you. And for it not I'll tell you what happened. So every day, then he used to come, and uh, he, I used to get in this oil and he used to massage. And now, you know, if I hit here, I have complete sensation here, right? If I give you, you can take that. But if I keep giving you 10 of them, you're going to get a little well, hurt. Of course. And you're going to pull back, right? That's your muscles reacting. Now I do that on a non-sensational area of my body. My muscles won't move. You can mm. hit 100, 200, times 300 what yeah. times. What'll happen is my legs won't move, but my muscles inside will die, mm-hmm. right? That's what happened. Because there's also le- less blood circulation. So he used to come and he used you to hit on the thigh like this. Like this, like this. He's like thinking
0: he's increasing circulation or?
1: He told me the same thing. He told me this is to increase his circulation and I believed him. And three months went down the lane. This and is how my, long ago after your accident is this? March was my accident. I started this guy on. About, about uh August, September. Christ, same year. Yeah, oh yeah, same God. year, same year. These same are year. all
0: critical times. By, by
1: Jan, by Jan of uh, 2014, I'm almost dead. Yeah. It's like I was rushed to the hospital. So you're killing your body. You're crushing. He was, it, he was, he was doing. And you know, this is so what you had nutrition. faith. You had belief. I had yeah. faith. You know, I was in a position. Like I would have I would have drank poison, you know, just to walk. Yeah, back. Anything you know, it was it was that stage, you know, because 21, man, 21. I'm I've just started seeing life yeah.
0: Well, uh, I'll tell you a little story because just to tell you, you're not on your own. Muhammad Ali, the boxer, is my hero. And maybe another time we'll tell you the Muhammad Ali story that I have. Um, him and his wife were approached by a stem cell guy in Florida. Saying that he could cure Parkinson's.
1: Parkinson's, yeah.
0: And they left and went and lived in Florida, and he took him for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even Muhammad Ali it happened to him, yeah. And he and he died, yeah. And he just wasted his money it, because he, had, he just they had hope, they had belief in hope someone. Belief. you would have done anything. And the guy was a con man. Yeah. Took their money and did nothing. It's the same. See, if it happens to the greatest of them all. Yeah, it's nothing. Well, that's
1: it. one me story me and Ali can share now, finally, yeah. <laughs> on the bright side. But
0: So, uh, so you, you nearly died. <laughs> Sorry? And then you nearly died again.
1: I nearly died. You because went to the hospital because you're mal- one, malnourished. One point where I'm waking up and suddenly these shivers started developing, right? A, a couple of months later, the shivers started developing. And these shivers were bad. Like these shivers were like, see, you know, I've, I've been through a lot, man. I've been through so much of pain. I think that was the period of my life where I went through so much of pain that I literally had to make a choice of not, like, killing myself would be yeah. easier yeah, than living a life like this, you know, because I wake up every day. day, I bear, What I get to eat is sugar and dosa. That's it. I cannot shift it because I wouldn't allow myself because I want to walk. And if this sugar and this dosa and eating this 10 times a day and doing these massages is what's going to get me up on my feet, hell yeah, man, I'm going to do that. Yeah, Whatever it takes, you know. But then I'm getting over the shiva and my mom used to bring hot boiling water every 20 minutes just so I keep myself warm. Why I cannot have a Panadol is because this guy said we're doing Ayurveda, you're eating herbs and stuff. You eat any kind of English medicine which is basically what doctors will give you. It'll hamper my treatment what I'm doing for you. So I wouldn't touch it. And I used to freeze and sleep. 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, freezing, hot water, hot water. This went on for about two weeks. I'm talking towards the end. My God. Where one day I woke and you weren't up allowed
0: to see a proper doctor. And I wasn't because, allowed, yeah.
1: and we wouldn't because I would, I would I still be like, maybe we are so close, maybe we are so close. You know, we are well-educated people. Mm-hmm. My family, everyone. My mom's a banker, dad's a HSE advisor, sisters both are bankers. But at that point, you know, when you reach that life, you would do anything, anything. just, just to, just to see me. And I would, I would, I was holding on, man. I was holding on. There are days like I have guests coming, nobody's allowed to see me. I'm, I'm locked up in the room. I just have my phone, whatever. I'm watching something on YouTube. That's it. That's how I spend my entire 24 hours a day. All I saw my mom was a mum and that's it. And then one day I reached where I'm lying. My entire thigh left and my right thigh is black. Because it's dead, but I don't know what is this. Right. It's completely black. I'm shivering. I cannot open my eyes. And uh, my mom is like, there this is, is something end. seriously wrong stopped it and this
0: put, idiot comfort sorry to say but kept confidently coming in every day putting in yeah. kept
1: confidently coming every day sacks for lakhs of rupees and uh, my mom put a stop she like we are taking him to the doctor nothing said and done my mom calls her sister sister sends both her sons and they come with the car because we are in kerala we are not in dubai right mm-hmm. we are in kerala my, my dad and my sister is working here so they had to go and uh, they come with the car i remember this that, is, that day just to get out from that wooden table to my wheelchair it took me an hour and a half
0: you dead weight that's why it's i can't wait
1: i'm i'm trying finally i put on clothes i get on the chair and the first thing i remember getting out of the room and seeing two other human beings i was colorblind no. my hp dropped my blood dropped. i was colorblind and all i could see was shadow and and this and that sort i was rushed to the hospital I sat in the lobby where, I mean, you know where they have the general ward where the doctor will come and inspect and then probably divert you. Doctor read my file for like 10 minutes. To his horror, he blasted at my mom. What have you guys done to this kid? Immediately. And then look at the audacity. This guy, this this Vaidyan who was treating me, he comes to the hospital. Man, he comes to the hospital. He tells the doctor, just put him uh, two bottles of blood. He's fine. He just needs a blood doctor abused the shit out of this guy absolutely and threw him out and I was rushed to the ICU and I had about five to six blood transfusions happen to me immediately back day in and day out for three days I was in the ICU and the doctor said then the senior doctor who comes he's like if this boy was bought a week later with the same condition or what he was he would be dead he wouldn't come walking he wouldn't come in a wheelchair he would have died his his my HP was about four or five you know a man's HP is supposed to be four twelve 12 out of 14 in that you range
0: know, now you know there's a reason why you're here it's not it wasn't it tested, your time man,
1: over and over and over again you know it wasn't your time and uh, it wasn't my time definitely because if I didn't die in my accident trust me this was supposed to kill me what I've been through and because of his wounds coming back to your to answer your actual question because of the wounds he created so they said something like this his his uh, ties are black you cannot keep it like that only way to surgically remove it and you ha- that will become a pressure so you know it's a pressure so yes, yes that happens to a lot of paraplegics who are on the bedridden and on correct, their wheelchairs. And and this the wheelchairs. and it's horrible thing right? started you know Doresh, can I be very I don't know yeah, if, I sure. hope if you want to cut this out, you can cut it straight, it out But it's a no? very brutal part I have seen a lot of things happen to my body which a lot of people won't digest like you know it's not it's not I've seen flesh being cut out of my body every day I've seen flesh being cut out of my body and without Anastasia. And I used to look at it. Because that you can feel it, right? That made me so cold in my heart that nothing would touch me again, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it made me so angry that I would make sure if I don't win this game, no? I'm not gonna leave anyone. It, it gave me that kind of mindset, you know? That's where I became that aggressive guy who's gonna go behind everything because so much was taken from me in so little time that I could never, I could never reason with it, you know? So it's like every day that was a constant fight because he told me he has to remove this flesh. So they used to they used to not do it unconsciously because I don't feel it, like you mm-hmm. said. In front of me, every day it was like This cutting, chap cutting. coming
0: to your house? What, this guy coming to your house was removing it?
1: No, the, the doctors. doctors. The, oh I'm in a hospital God. God. Well, because
0: you were black and- I'm
1: black, but oh if the God. flesh is there, it's gonna infect the entire yeah, body. Yeah, and probably yeah, so I'll have it to out. have an amputation is what they told me.
0: So you scarred all over the place?
1: So he had to like scar, so the entire two sides, was the cut, and there was like literally two holes in my body. There were literally two holes. Has where that muscle
0: come it. back? I oh, know you're not moving now. No, right? my
1: muscles wouldn't just grow back. It, that would be impossible. Yes, so sir. they did. So that's why I went under the rest 14 surgeries for flap covering, taking you muscles from my me. thigh. You are kidding me. So if you
0: hadn't been for that Ayurvedic guy, you wouldn't have had all these surgeries. Oh, I right.
1: would just be. I would be left with two surgeries and a perfectly fine body. But you know, the amount of scars. My legs, muscles were taken. My fat was taken. Uh, skin was taken from my calves uh, muscles were taken all from my thighs and my upper back and uh, wow. so yeah that's what I went through and so 17th was my last and final surgery ever thankfully because one surgery kept failing over and over mm-hmm. and over again maybe every your failing, body rejects it, every yeah. failing, your body's rejecting it mm-hmm. exactly your body is rejecting it not accepting it and that went on man that went on
0: and this is here now or back in india still
1: i had so many in india i had a couple of them here couple of them here, about wow. 6 7 years here
0: wow so now you're because you know you haven't moved your legs for so many years do you still have physio do you have movement i have physio to keep I do I, do, the I joints do I do have a cycling
1: mm-hmm. uh, machine at home okay. and I do have a standing frame okay. where I pick myself up and my mom ties me so it's like actually standing like so the pressure amazing. is going on the legs so you know the the muscles are still maintained in a way mm-hmm. this pressure falling on the leg mm-hmm. so and so forth. amazing Our body you know it's a, of course' you're a gym shredded freak, so, yeah, yeah. yeah so if when when the
0: the, the spine is is joined again and it's connecting you have a good chance because you've been working on your legs to walk again, right?
1: Yeah. That's if that is amazing. happening, I think that's still that's in a lot amazing. of research. That's why stem cells, you know, so for yeah. the connection, for the belt, the part it's broken to form another connection or to or to get a new because even they have this electromagnet, not electromagnet that I'm really forgetting this. There's a term for this. Yeah, I, I, you I, I,
0: know? I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the information. Where I, I this actually this device have
1: and they have about 16 electrodes and about eight of them are connected to your non injured area. And eight of them are connected to your injury, and right? they they
0: they, they the act as a connector. They connect
1: between each other. They act as a connector, mm-hmm. but even that is still a lot in trial uh, mm-hmm. phases, and so so it should be a combination of that stem cell, but something should come up. I think you know. I think we've advanced so much. He will. That it has to.
0: It will. Uh, I think wasn't it uh, Superman by uh, Christopher Reed. They found yeah. the
1: foundation, didn't they, for stem cell yeah, yeah, research yeah. for back injuries? And everything. You know, I just tell people who are in a wheelchair, so many of them connect with me on a daily basis who see me through Facebook either see my speeches or see my workouts and they're like you know there's this this girl who recently uh, met with an accident as well a couple of years ago and uh, she saw me and she got so inspired by me that she adopted something I did which was when I was in Kerala I was I was just me and my mom right so I have my room which is my room which is on the first floor but there's no way I can reach my first floor right because I don't have a lift there's no way anybody can carry me and I can't walk obviously I was so adamant that i wanted to go on to my to my room i asked my mom the first day she said no second day she likes to do it's not possible third day she likes to do nobody can carry you i was so pissed off and I was so adamant that i wanted to go what i do i wheel myself to the end of the step i picked myself from my wheelchair and i placed myself to the step and i did a back push-up you're know, like you're sitting you're just yes, pushing yes, yourself yes, up yes, yes. i i pushed myself 18 steps up and And every time you're
0: balancing so you don't fall over i'm
1: i'm holding you know so i'm very careful one step so this 18th step is taking me a while and by the time i'm i'm on top i'm sweating i'm panting but you know what it was worth it because what i did after that i reached on top i got on my wheelchair i went to my room i slept in my room and that feeling was so worth it accomplishment that accomplishment was so worth it and that literally sparked a thought in me that was the first thing that sparked a fire in me where I thought climbing up a stair was, I asked my uncles, I asked my mum, everyone said it's impossible because there's no lift. You can't walk. No one can carry you. So they completely left it there. Like after for them, after that line, it was impossible. But I took a fourth line. I can't walk. I can't run. Why don't I crawl? But if I crawled, did I make it to my goal? Hell yeah, I made it to my goal. Then why not crawl and make it to your goal? That literally, in life, life, that literally sparked a big, a big thought in me. And I was like, dude, you just did something that was considered impossible by everyone. Probably there is so many other things. What people have told you it's impossible. Now, dude, go, go make it happen. What's your excuse? You have nothing to lose anymore. That's what drove me. Were
0: you always well built or?
1: No, no, Uh, no, I was, uh, I had a pretty okay frame, I would say, Uh, but I think Boxing. When I got into boxing is where I actually got a little uh, into fitness. But then it wasn't about the body. Uh Boxing was purely about my my mind. Boxing was, I had so much of love for boxing, man. Like, I think boxing is something that saved me, by the way. Because after my accident, the doctor told my brother, was he into any physical sport? He's like, he's a boxer. He used to box in academy. Probably that's why he's alive. Because otherwise a normal person's body would not be able to take the damage he just took right now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So I owe my life to boxing man, because that is the only thing I was doing in Bangalore those days. But your
0: lungs are okay, right? Because... Now it's of, okay.
1: Although it's below, they're still working fine. They're working the fine. Is- but once in a while, I do face some breathing issues. Once in a while. But mm-hmm. it's it's nothing to uh, really mention about. Is That's the okay.
0: corona affected you at all? Or is something you have to watch out for? Uh,
1: honestly, not me personally, but yes, because uh, in a way, my mom had corona mm-hmm. uh, in... Uh, me she had and that was horror for all of us did she suffer she no no she's okay she's okay she recovered she was 22 days in the hospital and then she was back home but then we were surprised because mom is like the last person to step out of the house like dad goes to work i go for my events i go for my work because the office Mm -hmm. was still on and sister goes for her work but mom is the one who got it but it's okay it was a scare but but it's okay but otherwise i don't think I mean i think i just always have my mask on man. but
0: you're fearless right so if i had i had corona uh, you had okay seven eight weeks ago okay i just stayed in didn't feel anything
1: i think now the virus is really not that strong as i would used to be according to a lot of experts because the intensity that it came with that it it does not carry that intensity as it has now yeah you know
0: so but catching it was not going to be a problem for you of your injuries i don't or think
1: so i think the amount of antibiotics that my body has would beat corona any day sure, bring, it on.
0: <laughs> attitude of bring it on bring it on boy. Yeah. yeah amazing <laughs> you it. so you juggle a lot of things you do events you do inspirational speaking you get interviewed you're on the radio tv um, i'll tell you what awards none of full-time this, job
1: <laughs> none of this was planned
0: mm-hmm.
1: even including my full-time job mm-hmm. it, in 2017 I I, it's a 16 eve uh, end is when I met uh, I my sister DM'd so I'm back in Dubai so you know all this what I just told you right now hospitals rehabilitation surgeries all this is happening from 2013 14 15 15 mid end I'm in Dubai right and I'm in a way better place than what I was a couple of years ago health wise now I'm with family my mom is there my dad is there my sisters are there so it's good now and uh, because you have people you know and it's that feeling itself is so much better than being isolated. And uh, I was thinking, I am not doing anything now. I'm not, I don't have a job. I've never worked in my life at that time, till that time. And I'm 25 years old, maybe then, uh, 25, 24. I've not worked. I don't have a job. I have nothing to do. Nobody's forcing me for anything. Dude, I got to do something. And you could have easily felt sorry for yourself. And like, I could
0: have. And who, who wants to employ
1: somebody on a wheelchair, right? That's. I could have. Yeah. I could have thought that. And not only that, I could have stayed at home and nobody would have questioned me. Nobody would push me for anything They're like you want to sit at home be at home no worries be comfortable you know it, would, it, would, it was like that but I'm like no I got to get something done I need to get my strength back because my confidence lied in that you know like if you're physically not able to get a, a cup from the middle of the table what good are you for you know what I'm saying like that that was you know and I had to be dependent even at that stage for a lot of things but I'm like I got to get my strength back <laughs> I miss boxing. So I went to the gym, my next building gym, which I always used to train when I used to come for vacations. My coach was like shocked when he saw what happens to me, when he heard my story, he's like, you know what, screw it. you want a gym? And even when I told my family I want a gym, some people, like friends, they were doubtful, like I would, would I be able to do anything? Like, you know, what are you going to be doing in a gym? There's probably nothing you can do in a gym. Because like I said, Arish, you know, my balance, everything was a toll. But my coach was like, you know, boy, you want to do it? Let's just let's just get it on, you know, and then I go to the gym and for the first two weeks, I am lifting only five kilo, which is a joke. You should you know, right? Five kilos is a joke. But all I'm doing is five kilo dumbbells, five kilo yeah. Yeah. anything. The bar five. itself is like it's ten kilos. Right? Yeah, yeah exactly. that that's all I'm limited to because mm. he's just being very careful with me. Of course. But let me fast forward three months down the lane. I am bench pressing hundred kilos. I'm doing a rack pull of hundred and twenty kilos. I have built myself in three months consistent, focused. All I wanted was gym, and I got that. And the minute I got that i was in such a better place that's when my sister dm'd chris fade saying that you know there's a story like this my brother went through so and so but he's still positive chris is like does he want to be on the show and the funniest part is i don't know who chris fade is
0: never heard then
1: i'm in india like throughout my life i never heard of him i'm literally googling who chris fade Priti malik He is the previous night and i end up the show but the minute i saw this guy a ball of energy freaking amazing ball of energy beautiful and he comes and we chat on the radio and uh, that's when uh, my first time my story was heard and then in 2017 he was like you know i'm i'm launching something called fate fit and i want you to be a speaker so i have never shared my story completely you know with all the trauma and the pain and everything until then and that's when i actually at the first Fade fit event is where i shared my story and when i shared my story man after i was done a lot of people were in tears a lot of people were in pause and a lot of people came to me and when we look at you and when we hear your story, we just start thinking, what are we doing with our lives? Like, you know, how much we complain for on a general... Just, can you imagine, bro, how much, you know, people generally actually complain about, their car is not fine. This I get a that, little
0: pain in my shoulder. My coffee is not, yeah. I'm not
1: gonna go for the gym today because it's far. <laughs> you know, I used to travel through Metro and buses just to make it to gym, you know, from Sharjah. So like I said, like after this event, but I wanted to say it was like man, there's so much we have to talk about. Like there's so much. We'll do the, if you're happy. We'll do this again. We, we should. I think. I'd we love should. To. But love But this gym story, like Tell like when, uh, right after the after that event, fate event, I got a lot of appreciation. A lot of people came hugging. You know, like they were so happy to hear my story, and uh, I got sponsored by UFC for one year in a gym. Now the thing is, I live in Sharjah, but my gym is in Business Bay. How do I get it? How do I come every day? I can't afford it because I am i can't pay for a cab every single day since I'm not working. Long way. But because UFC gym had boxing bags, which I wanted to get back to boxing. You had to get there. I had to get there. I used to wheel myself. I want you to visualize what I'm saying. From my house, I stay in Al Nahada. There's a mall called Sahara Center right I know next Sarah to my Center house. Well. I used to wheel from my building to Sahara, which is about 200. In the heat. In the know. heat. Because it used to be always in the mornings mm-hmm. and afternoons. Uh, Wheel from my house to Sahara. Let's say that's about 200, 300 meters. Carrying a bag? Uh, no, just oh, this bag. Okay. You know, because no, <laughs> yeah. And uh, if at all, it would be on the lap, but no big yeah. deal. Uh, but so I'm in the, yeah, from my house to Sahara. I enter the mall. I exit Sahara from back. Then I wheel for about 50 meters. I have a cab over there. I take, no, there's a bus. There's a, there's a bus that comes that'll take me to the Gises metro station. Okay and I
0: guess by now you're really aware of wheelchair accessibility completely and, yeah.
1: completely. From the Gisays Metro station Gisays Metro Station Business Bay from Business Bay, I take a bus and I come to UFC my and then after my workout of two hours, I go back the same way. Every day it takes me five and a half hours for Jimmy uh, before I had a work, but I used to do it and I used to travel man in a wheelchair just with the headphones and I tell people, you guys complain about the slightest getting things in, in the life. car, going 10 minutes in a traffic to the gym. Right? You have a gym in your own building and probably 90% of the people don't work out. They find excuses. How
0: important is working out to you?
1: Very important because it's way more mental for me than it's physical. If I was not working out, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. If I didn't pick up myself, if I didn't challenge myself at those phases, I really doubt that I would be here today because for me, Darish, every, every step has been a challenge. And it's always new. It's not like just because you did 10 challenges, you're ready for the 11th one. No, every one, every one, everything is different. And everything is something that is so uncertain. I think a lot of us back out from certain things because of the uncertainty, you know, of the outcome. You know, you're fearful of something. For me, I didn't have a choice. It, it was for me either to go forward or go back to being in that you little die. room. Because don't grow, That dark room that yeah. you were you and no one's going to even care of you anymore. And you're probably not going to be anything anymore. You know, I, I couldn't take that option. Because for me, it was literally every time, like, at these stages, today I'm in a way better place. You know, yes. today I know. Today I'm yes. good, I've done things, so I know how to bounce from there. But there yes. was a time where I had no idea. I didn't know how to pick up myself. I didn't know how to start something.
0: You have no idea how emotional I am right now. And inspired,
1: you know, Thank honestly. you, honestly.
0: Um, it's kind
1: of a d- d- little bit deeper if you I don't I just mind. want to tell you one more thing yeah. because I know no, please, a lot of people please, are please. hearing your, your, your podcast. Yes. You know, a lot of people ask me this one question though. Sujit, were you always like this? Or how do you build up this confidence? Let me tell you, dude, I was a complete, I am a complete normal guy. Nothing extraordinary about me. Nothing X-factor person to pick me up and say, come, let's go. I did not have that person. I did, if, if, and I guess you weren't into reading motivational books or anything like that? It was nothing. Just yeah. no, I I wasn't really into that, you know, but it's like, when life bought me at that point, I had a choice to make. Either give up... Or step up. Or step up, man. Literally, either give up, be in that room, nobody's gonna care that, why didn't messed you up, you just can't walk anymore, you're forgotten, your friends left you, your girl left you, everything in one side, versus take a big effing chance and face the world. And make something that you've never been before. And that's exactly what I did, Love man. That. I Love didn't that. look back since then. Because there was so much of aggression, there was so much of anger. This is me being very real, very talk. What drove me was anger. Anger to prove people wrong. So it. that anger, I could have either used it to burn me, or I could have used it to fuel me.
0: No, that's what
1: I chose. I feel you. That's that's how simple it is. So. For people who think that, was I always like this? No, I wasn't. Was I always this positive and outlook and why? No, I wasn't. But over time, I became that person. And today, my only motive is to show people.
0: Dude, look at me. Does the anger still burn inside you sometimes?
1: No, but it fuels me. It always Mm -hmm. fuels me. Do I go into depression? To, I'm gonna give I'm gonna, Everybody has very, Ups and downs be very Everybody jealous, you know? has ups I'm, and downs Because I don't like To sugarcoat things at all I don't want to okay. show people That it's a beautiful world Out there Once you, no, you're No that's real, not man. the truth you real You know yeah. It doesn't burn Yes there are days Where that thing comes to me Like dude Yeah You're on a chair man mm. How the hell are you Going to get out of it Even after 8 years Because this is For me I still have hope I'm not going to give up I'm not going to give up Anytime soon Either I'm going to die thinking I'm going to get back up or I'm going to freaking trying. get back yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to die trying, you know. So, yes, there are days that that depression hits me, which is very uh, one on time, you know, that's when I just give time to myself. I say, I say F everything else. I have nothing I don't want. I just want to be me. I let that digest in me. You have come this far. You did your stuff. Yes, it is effed up what's happening to you right now. But give it a day, give it a do, day or two cry about it be sad about it don't talk to anybody about it don't get out do whatever the hell you want but third day make sure you're back up because what you built right now is still there for you to make it higher that's what i tell myself one two days i'm isolated bro i'm isolated i have to cry i'll cry if i'm sad i'm sad but third day make sure i'm back up and i'm running and i'm doing my shit. that's it
0: it's a real man bro that's
1: that's the truth real man that's the truth
0: my my respect to you really um talking about being real men now you said nothing works below, and that affected your relationship. You say you lost your girl, but now being an inspirational person, I am sure you're very attractive <laughs> to the opposite sex, right? That you're inspiring and
1: people are attracted to you. So how's that going? How's That's that going? Relationship great. Right? To answer the first uh, side, it's when the accident happened when I was in Kerala. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stopped calling, stopped messaging they don't suddenly, they didn't start seeing me of who I was. Sujit was a boxer, Sujit was a runner, Sujit was a great guy. Not the best guy, but okay, he was an asshole or whatever. But he was a guy, he was a nice guy, you know, there's a lot of memories of Sujit. But the minute that happened, the accident happened, Sujit is just a guy in a wheelchair. That's how it turns out to be. And then it's only sympathies, then it's, there are very few people in my life who have still spoken to me the same a little, like, shut it's gonna get better. Like, you know, nobody's gonna cry for you. No, nobody's crying about it because nothing's wrong with you. We're going to get you. I have like, those are real friends, man. Those are real friends, which is about like handpicked four or five. That's about it. Rest, everyone forgot it. So, over time when I was in Kerala, all the stop calls stopped coming. All the, you know, and then yes. You have this whole factor of how women look at you. Suddenly, you know, you're in a wheelchair. Women are not going to look at you. Same man, You have never been looked but because at. because you business.
0: looked at yourself differently, right?
1: I looked well, at I'm myself. I'm
0: sure you have not have a freaking problem now.
1: Man, I go to clubs because women are like, yeah. can we dance with this dude yeah. right now? What's up, you know? I feel it. No, I'm, I'm see, like, yeah, it's. I like but you but said. I, I, I want to bring this up because there's able bodied freaking men out there who are struggling forming it, friendships and relationships, right? I, it's, it's exact. You answered the question. Honestly, it's the way I started seeing myself. Because I'm like, I'm such a, I'm dope, man. I'm fly as F. Like, that's how I carried myself. And it was not faking it. I am, this is what I think of me. Like, what's wrong with me? Have sit down, have a conversation. Let's see who can talk about what, like, you know, be have a real talk, you know? Bring it on. What is more uh, sustainable? What is more real, you know? What can you hold? And you finally find all the people who are out there thinking they're some big fly, they're, they're nothing, bro they nothing. So I think it's the attitude that you carry and the th- who you think about yourself is the you way your is? energy is portrayed. You sent it.
0: Out. You sent it now. You know, Sujit. Yeah. You know you.
1: Yeah. You don't have to be somebody else.
0: Your energy is centered.
1: Right? Your energy is what really attracts all this yeah. thing. So people can see. Nobody can fake energies. You know. You you talk to a person. Wow. You know if that person is your, in the next in the f- in five minutes you'll know if in he's a, a sucker. In a, if man, he's
0: a in a wheelchair you stand tall.
1: Does that uh, make wow, sense? Yeah, man. That definitely makes sense, bro take Definitely. that with you
0: in a wheelchair you stand tall proud of you thank you sincerely proud of you really from my heart hope you can feel Thanks, it i'm man. so proud of you and you still have most of your life ahead of you i do so tell me about um this uh, a gym you're going to different gyms now
1: you're so i have uh, we're going to go back and forth by the way yeah are, yeah are we okay for time i'm good with time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. i think uh, yeah we've gone over but amazing right we did yeah. i think a lot right it's fine uh, i'm loving it jim um jim so though i have been working out from a long time so initially i'll tell you even instagram the whole thing uh, i i don't uh, i don't know a lot of people don't like the word influencer but i say it in the actual general terms like influencer i'm influencing you so you know let's do it together yeah. because i've always wanted my life to be lead by example you know i watch someone else i probably watch a janitor something that the janitor did probably i that's an example for me or I probably a CEO and something he did as so you know I think in life we all lead by example bro in different circumstances in different scenarios or whatever there's something that can spark an inspiration in you but that smallest thing can be way you know that can really change something big in you you know so why I started posting about my workouts in Instagram was to show some close friends of mine who are following me which are like hundred or two hundred followers that Sujit has still not given up that's it that was the message Sujit is still not given up, and he's working out. That's it. I didn't know what Instagram is. I don't know who to follow, who not to follow. How do you use it? Photos, filters, nothing. My my, my content was so shitty, dude. Like honestly, so all I posted was to show my friends, or some people who followed you're, me. You're going out they're doing I'm going about, out. Yeah. I'm still doing it, and I'm doing it in a wheelchair. You could do it the same. And I got phenomenal responses. But then over the years, as it grew, as you know, people started hearing about me, knowing about me. I have a lot of people who have connected me from India and from Dubai. Different nationalities who are in wheelchairs and they are like Sujit, we want to work out like you, but we do not know what to do and we do not know how accessible are gyms in the wheelchair. Like I said, fear of uncertainty. I'm like, why not take it upon me? Go to about as many gyms as I can in the UAE. Just go, show the gym, show me working out, trying the excuses, uh, trying the exercises and their machines. And give an honest review on what I actually find is accessible and what it's not the machines the workouts what I can do their washrooms every single thing that's what I did
0: and all the gyms welcomed it although uh, they might get although they of might them, get criticized
1: some I haven't heard back from but some, some of them were giving me only their venues that are accessible but which is fair enough like if not this gym that gym you know we're not expecting every gym but then many gyms I went one issue I faced was their washrooms. There was like a small step to get into their yeah. washroom. So I review about it Actually, all. Actually, you
0: know? in my gym, it's a small step. You're right. Which
1: gym do you go to? SF. A uh, trainer's Yeah. Okay, there is okay.
0: In the in the male changing room, there's a step. There is a step. Okay. And then the, another step. No, this one
1: step. So I did. I luckily I got to do about wow. six gyms uh, before six big ones before uh, the uh, Dubai Fitness Challenge got over so I'm also in a process of reviewing smaller ones it's actually an amazing advertising for the gym that's got accessibility because you're going to get new members right because for me the whole idea is it's 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 like any of these gyms if I do let's say 50 gyms Mm -hmm. let's say by by next year March or April uh, on a realistic note if there is two people who joins some locality of some gym that I reviewed on, and they know it's accessible now, my my goal is uh, my my purpose gym. is filled. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's what I did it for. So I I am telling them every single thing on how accessible the areas, the machines are, how easy it is to get on a machine, how friendly the coaches are. So you know I've I'll, some gyms I've really loved to be honest. Like Do some. You have a personal that, trainer now. I know I I have always trained myself. Okay. I know my workouts so. I you don't, don't need know. a person but then i do yourself. need some i when i go to these gyms or when my gym i do have my tra- the trainer of the gym helping me out in some uh, workouts because i need more balance like mm-hmm. in terms of when i do a bench press mm-hmm. i have spasms on my legs involuntary spasms so he just has to hold the leg yeah, down. yeah yeah because you are not yeah that's so for these few exercises i have them helping me out interesting these but spasms I, are happening these And I showed them in my in my gym reviews. I showed them the same thing: how a gym trainer would help you with your spasms. Amazing. And I made the guy hold my leg, show how this thing, how I was bench pressing, and how he helped me come back up and help me sort. So people should see they they should because a lot of people have so much doubts, and they would probably never do what I do, like uh, step into a gym and actually give it a try. Because a lot of fear, you know, people have probably never done it before. They might look foolish. They might not. They might look foolish. They have the fear, but if I could do that for them and show them then probably they know, okay, fine, it's as easy as that. Incredible, because you walk in there, you're I really walking want to, their way for them. I really, really want to host and, yeah. like events or, you know, where I can get some lot of people of determination together, probably have workouts in the gym. Let's, let's have a One, chat. One, two of let's, them. let's
0: you and I have a coffee or a chat afterwards. Because You know what let's I do, that.
1: do? Sorry?
0: You know what I do? I, I'm, I'm some kind of an influencer. I you're specialize in marketing. <laughs> I specialize in marketing, marketing right? Okay. So my, my role is to get a lot of people... To become into your tribe, whatever whatever you're selling, whatever you're doing, whatever your message is, that's what I do. Okay, and you should definitely have a chat about this definitely, right? definitely. Yeah, uh, I have. I don't have such a painful uh, or a dramatic experience as you, but just through speaking, I have half a million followers.
1: Wow!
0: Just through speaking, organically grown. That's
1: amazing, And man. I want
0: to go to the millions. And your your story is is more beautiful than mine, you know.
1: You're inspiring, man. You're inspiring so many out there because okay. you're constantly putting your message out there. You have to. I think it's a, it's just to spark that grade, you know. What
0: you said to just was that your story is real. Okay, a lot of people, there's a lot of coaches out there or motivational speakers who read a lot of books and they talk it, okay, or they've written a book, a mm. fictional one, and they talk about the book. And when I do a talk, because I'm talking from my heart, from my experience, people get emotional, don't they? They cry, they laugh they dance Mm. and I'm sure it's the same with you and you hit them with the hearties, not in the head and um, because
1: those motivational speakers are just giving facts facts
0: that's not real to them they've never lived it
1: right I know yeah I know what you mean there are many out there are just giving facts and and they give you see if you really see if you really because i give a i get quite a bit of research into all this i don't name any but even this top class but, but all speakers, credit to them right they're all credit c- they're, they're to them because of some the, good messages out there if you pick up on a their methods work but their methods are all subconscious tricks mm-hmm. if you know what i mean like some rituals that they do during the ceremonies and some ways of triggering and asking you questions make you have a whole new thought of like wait what did i just ask myself probably those are questions you would have never asked yourself in such a way that you suddenly know that the solution was right in front of you and this person or this man or woman just help you find that solution but one of the problems is that
0: those people become our course junkies have to keep going to courses to
1: remember, or the moment they leave the course they forget it you know I, I completely, when you inspire people in the heart it stays. that's true I completely agree with that but one thing is true motivation is something that does not last that is something you need a daily dose of. That is a fact. Nobody also, in this world. I think
0: motivation comes with from within.
1: Within, but like you said, that said se- that seminar. Let's say for that seminar, there's mm-hmm. like hundred people are there. Hundred people from that ninety would probably need to bounce to every other seminar that comes after that. But there's that two, five, ten percent that made a decision. Today I'm going to change my life because I don't like something about it. And they don't have to probably go to another seminar again, but they made that choice and they made that sacrifice that comes with it. Yes. Like, you know, there's a lot of people don't understand this. For success, there's a lot of sacrifice. What is subject success? Very subjective. For me, what success is getting all my plans done. I have a lot of plans. I'm a guy who will literally jump into a lot Do of things. you write them
0: down or are they just in your head?
1: I have so, you know, if you come to my house, I would invite you someday, you know, it's a mess, but, um, i have so much things written like there was a point of time my entire wall was with sticky notes but then that got too messy my workplace is a lot of i have this board where i have things to do i have ideas my phone has like so i just just for you to know what i basically do like i said i'm a banker by day job i'm a motivational speaker so when companies or schools or events they this thing that i'm there for that uh, and uh, in my bank i'm a host as well that's very low key but the main other thing i'm into now these days is music I make music like the first rap you just heard me saying about, so I'm releasing my very official, my first official track on 25th December in World Trade Center and the song is called Determined. So early this year I was approached by this company called VU Clips and they were doing a documentary on people of determination and so he heard my, I made a song on Mm COVID-19. okay, Uh, And this guy loved this track, he loved this COVID-19 because it was, I guarantee you, I want to send that track to you, you you will definitely link it to that track. Anybody to, would, because I've linked every single aspect of what we do. on. A
0: if you send it to me, is, is there a video attached to it? or? There is, is it a just,
1: video and there is audio as well.
0: Send it to me and I'll post it on all my social media platforms. Done.
1: And when I, he, so he was like, can you please make a rap for people of determination? Because we're making a documentary on them. I'm like, this is perfect. And I made a track and it's called Determined okay and I'm going to and I'm releasing the first official music video of that on 25th December at Wall Street Center for an event with comedy kicks so that's me getting into music now so let like I know. said
0: let me know please I, like you, if you check
1: it. my phone I have like about 200 clips of random noises and random lines random bars which I've recorded at some, so some this place. this is going a it's thousand a, miles an hour right yeah Not yeah that's busy crazy. busy do you sleep well uh, yeah, pretty not not as well as I should. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: you said you drove here. Are you driving now?
1: I drive. I drive since two thousand eighteen onwards. A special car? No. Uh, thank you for that question. A lot of people have that doubt. So it's a, it's any automatic car I can drive. But there are like there's a lever uh, which is connecting to the accelerator and the brake, wow. which is screwed. Like yeah, the minute I remove the screws out, I can put it to another car. It's not a special car. It's as simple as that. So you Not can a use the brake budget. and the
0: accelerator with your hands.
1: In one, in one hand itself, so my my palm would have the brake and my thumb would have the accelerator. That's accident. incredible.
0: And you have it's, to have special tests for that? Or?
1: No, I mean, I got my uh, license in Galadari and they have a car that is made inbuilt built with this. Incredible. But if I bought a car that was inbuilt, I would be stuck to that one car. Mm-hmm. With this, I can drive any, any automatic car. Amazing, cars, so and getting uh, you got here by yourself or you had some assistance? And no, so the only part where I need assistance would be like when I'm getting in a car, for the person to put my wheelchair in the boot. Sure. Did you come idea. here by
0: yourself or no?
1: Yeah, now I'm. Oh, here so by our guys helped. Your you. guys just helped oh, me amazing. from the car okay. to get the wheelchair out. Amazing. Yeah. It's
0: really good to know because I wouldn't know what to do, right? Yeah. I would have been sitting in, on the first, second floor of this building waiting for you. Yeah. If you hadn't been for Asan to Ahsan come them to them Ahsan, Ahsan, yeah. So it's ignorance, isn't it? Right. Now I know if I next time I have somebody in a wheelchair,
1: where to meet them. Where to pick what them to do, up. what not yeah, to, what do. to do, yeah, incredible that's true. ignorance. So, yeah, so my whole life over here, especially in Dubai now, since I've been uh, reviewing gyms, I want to also show, like, after this, I have a plan, I want to really ramp up the city. So, that has been a thought in my mind. How to, you know, some okay, places, let me, let me tell
0: you what I got an idea for you, if yeah. you don't mind. Have you ever had a video, like a two or three minute inspirational documentary done on you?
1: Documentaries done on me, two or, not three, two or minutes, three minutes, like, no, okay, let's discuss. That. I'll do one for throw. you. I have a documentary done on me by Shaja University, but it's like seven, eight months.
0: No, no, I'll, I'll do a professional one for you. Okay. Okay, we'll do it as friends go. Okay? okay, that we can put it on YouTube, it'll inspire hundreds of thousands of people. Okay. I promise you, that. I have I, exactly
1: something in mind. You just remember, You just made me remember something. So one thing I've done, I, I don't know if Angela has seen it. I think I've shared it, I'm not sure if I've shared it or not. So in 2018, so you know for me, this whole gym thing made a big difference in my life because me getting back to the gym was the sole reason where a lot of people found inspiration through me. Like, I was like, I'm a nobody, man. Like, I just came through hell and I'm just starting to see the sunrise. And there are people coming to me on a daily basis and telling me how much I've managed to inspire them. People who message me randomly on Facebook saying that, dude, today I went to the gym after seeing your video. You know, like how much of power that gives me. No, if
0: you stop going to the gym, you could become really fat, right? It's gym is cool. healthy. You gym is become, literally, yeah.
1: I tell people, dude, gym is so much more mental than you think it's physical. Gym is not just building about a six pack abs or getting some big bicep. That's not what it is. For me, gym is purely pushing myself. That's one place I feel where these big boys also are like just my match. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's so much physical. Like, it helps me. Be in my zone. It helps me push myself without anybody else. There are people out there who inject with testosterone and all sorts of things, right? You, Completely. It, uh-huh. I know that's I stay away from it. I don't recommend anyone for it because, see, you know, people do this for the looks. It's an obsession, you know. Yes. And I know a lot of people who do use it. But if you get into that game, you're never going to get out of that game because you always want something bigger, something better. Someone, something like him, something like her. You're never going to reach out final goal because you'll never be satisfied but during that process you're gonna you're gonna harm your body so much that it's gonna be irreversible live naturally man you have a time live it till the end you know people always want something today 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 they do all these fast methods but for these fast methods you don't understand is the fun of anything in any game in any process is the journey it's not the destination naturally it's not the destination anything in life if you really think about it it's actually the journey you're right the journey the is destination
0: the isn't that exciting anyway
1: if, Sorry? You, if you don't enjoy the journey the destination, destination isn't that ex- yeah you're there at the destination now what you're done Halas, you reached the destination period but anything you want to really enjoy you, you go through the journey the things that come through your journey that either makes you or breaks you or the days you push the obstacles that come and you've got to see every day like that you got man Life is, I'm not trying to say it to people, you know, life is beautiful and wonderful. No, it's shitty. It's unfair. It's, it's hard, man. The world out there, people are greedy. They want to eat you up like a shark and that's a fact. Your friend, anyone, your friends also that sometimes can also look at goals from you, you know. What they can benefit from you or people also, they associate with what they can benefit from you. This world is cruel, my friend. But what you can do is be a good person wake up every day live life like as the best you can do make a good impact on someone else because you know what even though there are sharks out there there are also good people out there who are genuine and you know man i have met some amazing people bro and some most unexpected uh, uh people they would be they would be cleaners or they would be uh janitors and those guys this thing the little things that they would have done probably another man wouldn't have done for me you know like there was this one time i think this guy Janita, he came running from across the hall just to open up a door for me. I, I can open my door. But a man who was standing right next didn't even bother about it. So that's the difference, man. For me, that janitor is up there than that fellow any day. You know, so live your life as a good person, man. The fact man. is
0: that now, life's humbled you, right? So you, you humbled noticed, me, You
1: notice these little things. Bro, I'm grateful, man. Yeah. I am so grateful to you. I can't, I can't tell you how grateful I am for the life I have. And I'll tell you one more thing since you're having a very little talk. So during all this time, All this, uh, a lot of fame came, a lot of name came, a lot of recognition came. You go into a little other zone. You know what I'm saying? You go into pride. You go into, you think you're something. But then, luckily, I've been able or I've been, people have brought me back to my, to my, uh, to where I'm supposed to be, for which I'm grateful for. I'm very humble, very humble for where I am today, trust me, there's no there's no pride to it that I did something. No, man. Hell no. I'm freaking lucky to be alive. I'm freaking lucky to be sitting here. Freaking lucky really to be lucky seen, that you're sitting here. I'm breathing another day. You know, I get up in the morning. I, I'm, a, I'm quite religious. I, I'm so grateful to God, man. Like I literally... How many times, Doresh, I could have died. Think about it. the accident, the any time in the hospital, 16 surgeries, either one of them. Any one of them.
0: You know, the funny thing is that people ask me, why are you always happy? I say, because I'm breathing. And they, could, they don't understand it you know when you I've nearly died a few times and, and you think to yourself you know that just being here is a bonus yeah nobody's guaranteed anything and, and it's hard to compromise it unless you go through that and I don't wish it on anyone but True. it's hard to compromise it unless you go through that pain you know,
1: I, I think you know when you start really realising how much people have out there, like really think about it. You're in Dubai, you see the most billionaires to the yeah. most poorest of people who live bread by bread, who live paychecks by paychecks. Yeah. I'm talking about really poor people out there. Do you have, I, have a, I have clothes on my body, I have a car to drive, I have a nice car to drive, some good people in my life. You know how lucky that is? And I'm breathing, I'm happy, I'm fresh, I'm sober, I'm good. Nice. I have, I legit, for this moment, yes, I have 100 things that will probably worry me. But at this moment, am You're I focused. grateful? Yes, I am. And that is the mindset that I would probably keep me and help me to battle all my other problems. And, like, you, will. I was saying, and you will win, my friend. And you we will, win. we will, yeah. man. Because everybody has problems, but it's how you approach that problem. Yeah. We'll either make it a bigger problem or make it less of a problem.
0: You work for a bank. Yes. And you said you left early to get here. Yeah. Are they really understanding, are they good with you oh do my god loves me <laughs> they
1: love me they love me really they, because I, I mean they know i uh, they are I, so I flexible
0: you don't have a rigid company who say you can't do this you have to leave this they understand Oh no, no, no. My, my, my,
1: my head of hr she follows me on instagram amazing yeah so they, they mean they know my cause is good it's, it's nothing it's wow. Because they, I've given a lot of talks in my bank. Wow. I've given talks to my CEO. Do you mind if you,
0: it's good for the bank? It's an amazing bank. It's I bank for, with them. Yeah. So, do you mind if you tell the audience who the bank is?
1: Uh, Emirates, NBD. Emirates, NBD. Emirates NBD. Emirates NBD. Incredible, incredible. And uh, my start I mean, they all know what I do. They do the work I do because I, I've been, I've been doing a lot of events. I've done a lot of motivational talks in my company. Mm-hmm. And even for Emirates NBD Diamond Awards, they, they, I was one of the hosts for the Diamonds Award. Wow. Me and another guy. So. That's why they're very, and I do my bit. It's not like I compromise on that. I do as much as I can, and I I focus they on. They show some other flexibility things. in return. Yeah, because there's a lot of things happening, so I really at times I do find struggle because I do wanna give a lot of focus into the way the, my speaking when it comes. But since COVID hit, a lot of things have gone haywire. A lot of events of mine got cancelled. But did you get paid for those events? I do get paid for my good, events. Good. Good. That's really important. And uh, and uh, my next is my big foot. I wanna stake is in music. So I really want to keep making music because that's something I'm really passionate about. I have about five songs that are ready. And so hopefully after the launch of the first one, I'll start releasing. So what I would like to do
0: is, if you don't mind, yes. I, I have some amazing ideas in my head as I've now met you. Um, and I want to gift this to you. So if you have an hour next week to come to my office, okay. uh, anytime I'll make it available. I'll get my videographers to come in and we'll do a whole story book and then we'll present to you how we're going to take you to the next level. No, no charge. It's my love. Just with love.
1: Thanks, man. And Appreciate I that. would
0: love you to maybe we talk about the story. We talk about, we draft some ideas together. And then maybe you can write some music for it as well.
1: To be unique, huh?
0: No, no, for your, your video. From your my video, Yeah, okay. we'll do a, maybe a five-minute documentary, two-minute documentary with music and, and really inspire the masses. I want you to do COVID-19
1: now. In. I want you to hear that COVID-19 track.
0: Yeah, love you too. How long yeah. is it? Sorry. How long is it? Two minutes. You want to play it now?
1: You want to play? You yeah,
0: play. absolutely. Shall I start? Yeah,
1: please. See the lyrics. my
0: mind can I ask you um, you you've written a lot of music
1: you memorize them all right pretty much you have to be super freaking intelligent to remember them. this one because I'm literally on a you know it's it's all in my mind because I this is you know there was a lockdown happening right in UA like eight o'clock or nine o'clock lockdown yeah, yeah, yeah. and in Sharjah we had this lockdown at eight o'clock yes. so me and my friend used to run every day so we could just have a chai near the Cornish and come back and one of the days I was just coming back and it always starts like this and uh, I saw the roads of Sharjah Dubai Highway empty. And it just came to my head. The roads are empty. The streets are scary. You've got to stay in before you go down in plenty. I'm like, shit, that's a nice line. Yeah. So then I go home and then I think of what all we can relate and what all is happening in Dubai. Like you heard the children, the schools, the short smoke breaks, the revving pedals, the races, the parties, the every single thing, the bad bosses, the job losses. So I related everything and I'm like, how can I make this creative and i I got this down in like three days. And the music, amazing by the way. And the music, you know how to do. That's a YouTube beat. Oh. Yeah, so.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have a chat with you about that because I've actually paid for a course to do music production you myself. Did? Man, the only yeah. diff-
1: toughest thing I find today is getting music. Okay. Like I have my lyrics out, but let's yeah. Let's have a chat, let's have a chat. Man, this is one of you. my worst, Such so. It. Let's do this again, right? This we have should, you this? this? We should, I love this. I loved it. I love this i'll tell you one one shot was i'm gonna just spit right now yeah Please. this is for my future song but it's going to be a little changes but this is the basic one of it yo let me tell you something about skv i used to live my mind like a little crazy when i had all the pride and the freaking glory top of my game what i used to be rolling with the boys everywhere i go partying living like a king size Romeo. yo k5 kings live like kicked as did a laugh for friends come back till the end was the thought in my head seven years time I took away from a family in Dubai, what can I say? Got the freedom I need to grow up my way. The bad son, brother or the friend, you say? Dominating my scenes in my world away with the stacks and the cash and the booze and the rack. I went for it all like I just want to slay, but I fought for the guys who stayed night and day. Love it. And the chorus is going to be like uh, the chorus, but okay, let's just give that one for now. Probably some more later on.
0: And it just comes.
1: It just comes man. because I, it's, 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 the, it's the message. What's the message? I usually get a line or two and then I'm so obsessed about it. The next few days, I'm sure I'm thinking of the next line. I get the line, how to make it more metaphorical. You know, and then I just... But like this one, I really like COVID-19. Like I generally don't like a lot of my own speeches. Like I don't like to watch myself. I have this thing, but I like. I really like COVID-19. So this is something you can listen to on a loop Brilliant. as well. Let's get you out there. Should, man. The I mean, I mean,
0: Let's get you out there. Done, done. Bro, I love you.
1: Love you too, man. What a vibe I'm having with you. man. I can can only feel you feel what I'm saying, you know? So that makes me so happy. You're like, you connected with me. It's true. It's true. I feel it. My respect.
0: My respect. Let's do this again. And I'm going to meet you next week. When this microphone's off, I'm going to tell you what I've got planned. Because I don't want this to be like, I want the audience to know. I want it private between you and I. For sure. Done. Much love. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody. Now, if anybody wants to follow you and connect with you, would you please share your? Yes, oh, by the way, at the bottom we will put that everything we say now is going to be nice subtitled. Okay. And we're going to put everything by text. But do share with us how they can connect with you um, and follow you. you
1: can connect me on Facebook, which is Sujit or on Instagram, which is Sujit Story. That's S-U-J-I-T-H Story, S-T-O-R-Y. So. Brilliant. Those are the two main platforms you can see me at.
0: Sujit, thank you so much. God thank bless you. you, man. Thank and you. And keep up the good work. Outstanding thank work. Thank you, man. Cheers. Cheers. Bye, Cheers. Bye everyone.